Hi, I'm Superintendent of Public Instruction, Chris Rakedale. There's no question that the past two years have been some of the most challenging our schools have ever faced. We're asking big questions like, what is the real purpose of public education? How do we determine success? And what does a truly equitable education look like? Over the past year, some of our award-winning educators have had conversations with important people in their lives about learning, relationships, curiosity, and so much more. We've gathered these conversations together for this new podcast series called Educators Ask, and we hope you enjoy listening. Hi, I'm Dr. Erin Lark. I am the highly capable program TOSA for Vancouver Public Schools. I'm also the 2021 Regional Teacher of the Year for Southwest Washington and the 2020 finalist for the Presidential Award for Math and Science Teaching. And I'm John Zingali. I'm a middle school social studies teacher or hipstery teacher at Vancouver iTech Preparatory. And uh, I'm the 2019 Gilder Lerman Washington State History Teacher of the Year and National History Teacher of the Year finalist, along with the 2017 Washington State History Teacher for Excellence. It's an honor to be with you here today. Same with you. My friend, we have been collaborators for a few years now. I was wondering if you remember when we first met or how. I actually do. And, and it's it's actually right about three years to the day or so is I was uh, floating around on Twitter and I saw there was iTech came up in one of my searches or something like that. And I came across your Twitter account and we had, I think, been following each other indirectly and stuff like that. And I, I clicked on your profile and it's like, science teacher at iTech Prep. And I knew we were in search of one at the middle school level. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if she's our new middle school science teacher. And so I think I sent you a DM and then uh, we started chatting back and forth. And, you know, one of the things I, I always try to do is like when we're because I'd been at iTech for a number of years already, you know, wanted to welcome her into the iTech family. And we set up a lunch. I think we met up with a couple other teachers uh, at iTech and we, we grabbed lunch in downtown Vancouver. So Pizza. Um, we had pizza. Yes, we did. We had pizza. And what's so funny to me about that is our other good friend had been telling me about this great guy, John Zingali. You have to meet John Zingali. He knows all of these things about computer science. He's a history teacher. And as a science teacher who believes very firmly that history and science have to work together if we're going to move forward as society, become great citizens and caretakers of this planet. I was like, oh, I have to meet this guy. I have to meet this guy. And the other funny thing is that was the time I was wanting to work on an ed camp in our region. And I was like, oh gosh, I got to get an ed camp. And I did a search and there had been one a couple of years before. And I had not put together that you were also that John. And so our work lives had sort of been floating around each other in this nebula and crystallized in one building. I thought that was a really great way to meet a collaborator, a colleague who has similar beliefs that you do, a similar drive for education that you do, and has a lot of great new and different ideas. Someone who could challenge me, you know, that's, I think the beauty of the best coworkers that I've ever had are people that challenge me to be a better educator, to go further with what I'm doing, to trust students 
with more. And I love how much we've been able to do that. It has been an honor to work with you. Well, well, thank you for that. And and I always appreciate working with you as well. You know, we some people think that like when we argue, it's like we're mad at each other. And that's that's not, that's <laughs> furthest from the truth. It's actually because we do push each other in these other ways and we can communicate without even talking. Sometimes we just, you know, shout each other a look or, you know, a little uh, uh, gif via text message. And so I would really like to hear at this point, we're coming out of the pandemic, we're coming or coming out of, we're changing where we're at with the pandemic. We're about to open a new school year. And I really wanted to ask you what you think the most important thing schools should do right now. Well, you know, this school year um, and what students need and what's what schools can do, it, it's I think it starts in the classroom with community um, and, and in the entire building. When you have the trust of students um, and then you have the trust of parents and the community, you can do almost anything within a classroom. I, I firmly believe that, um, you know, there's different ways that different teachers take to get and build that community and that, and that trust within the classroom. Um, my way of doing it is different than yours. It's different than a, a lot of other colleagues. And so, um, you know, for me, I, you know me, I teach with every fiber of my being and I'm very enthusiastic with everything. And so that's kind of how I'm going and, you know, approaching, we're, we're changing where I'm putting certain projects this year to try some different things. But going from the fully remote to the partial hybrid to the kind of the full hybrid showed a lot of different things. And I think kids, it's good to have them in the building. Like there was so much more schooling, learning, community building done when we were there like the four times a week. Well, and you bring um, up that word trust, which is not something any of us bandy around lightly. We are trusted with the future, really, every day as educators. Families, our communities, our colleagues, staff, they trust us with the future. That's where our innovators are coming from. That's where our future careers are coming from, are these young people in our classrooms. And when we had to, for safety reasons, close school buildings, we broke the societal contract with our communities, with our families, where we did not have children in the buildings. And that upended lives in um, ways we're still figuring out. Um, and so when you bring up that word trust, that is exactly what we have to do. We have to create a new situation, um, something that brings back the strength with school and then also corrects those cracks that we identified, those pitfalls that we identified for students, those big gaping opportunities um, and sometimes those hurts that happened in schools for kids where we have that opportunity to do better every day by these children. And in that line, I was wondering, what are your hopes for the future with that? Well, my hopes I know for the you future, have big ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that I've made an impact on the world and that the, the kids I've taught go out to do uh, change the world and do amazing things. But as far as teaching is, I, I just, you know, I do have some very big moonshot outlandish ideas. And, um, you know, we just chatted about one the other day. And I'm like, funny that when I brought up this new idea, you would kind of like mention like, oh, 
yeah, I kind of like played around with that too. And so wonder I, twins, <laughs> it just happens. And now, now I have to sell, you know, for Vancouver on that project. And hopefully I think, I think we can get that done. But the idea is to, you know, one of the, the tenants I have within my classroom is would I want to be a student in my own classroom that I base a lot off of that. So I try very different things, right? Um, you know, being at a PBL based school, I, projects are all I do. Some of them go well, some of them go really well, some of them go me, but we learn from them. And I think that's where um, the biggest thing is I hope kids learn from this year, even if it didn't go well from that. I think actually that's where we do the most learning and the most, and we have the most growth is when we don't have success sometimes. Those are those things that even if we mess up or we have a bad year or something like that, there's still learning that can be done and applied to, the, to life later on. Um, notice I didn't really mention too much social studies, although I do want to mention like this year in particular, uh, the students there were, they were fascinating. I, this was an interesting year to be a social studies teacher to say the least. I'm actually very hopeful for the, the future. The, the kids were resilient and thoughtful and empathetic and questioning a lot of things out there. I eventually, I want them to be active citizens in the community and that involves being uh, literate in social studies and science and math and, and all of these different things and be willing to go out on a limb from time to time to grow as individuals and, and be leaders within our community as well. And that um, is exactly what I hope for you when it comes to the future, that you choose those opportunities, be brave, be the lemming that leaps off the cliff, because I'm going to jump right over that cliff with you. We all have our strengths. We have trust in each other. We have trust in our colleagues, in our structure that we use to teach. We trust our students to do great and big things. And so my hope for you is that that is exactly what you get, that you get those opportunities going forward and that we continue to work and, and plan them and that anybody who hears this knows that you've got a colleague or several colleagues out there who have that energy that you have and work to each other's strengths and believe in your students. Um, well, A, I wish you the best at any, any challenge that you do take on. And I, I know that you will do the best. You know, we've had lots of big conversations over the years. And I don't think any of us, either of us knows exactly what, what might be in five or 10 years. I know that you want to change structural pieces within education and bringing together the rural and the urban communities um, and trying to bridge those gaps between socioeconomics and the other barriers that are in place for a lot of children. And I hope that you get to be um, in a position where we can, or you can make those changes and we can really start to truly re-envision education, not on a school by school basis, but on a maybe district by district basis or state by state basis, and really make these structural changes that I believe are needed for education. You know, what's the percentage? Somewhere between 30 and 40% of the jobs our kids that we're teaching right now don't even exist yet. So we need to re-envision, rethink, reimagine, whatever buzzword you want to use, but we need to shift education 
and I hope that you and I know that you'll be a linchpin in doing that, at least within uh, Southwest Washington and our state here in Washington. Thank you, my friend. It's an honor to talk with you as always. Indubitably. Thank you for listening. If you like this story, be sure to check out the OSPI website at www.k12.wa.us. That's k12.wa.us. And follow us on social media at WAOSPI. We'll release a new conversation every week.